welcome back to the Jerks in the Fourth Row podcast. Today's podcast, as you saw in the title, is titled The Apocalypse 5. We're going to get into what that means, but before we do, just wanted to welcome from Goffstown, as always, the dog. What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on? Not much. Yeah, so this is a podcast that we've wanted to do for a while. Tim and I have had this kind of on our uh, backlog for a while, looking for the right time to do it. And the fact that we've had all these riots and rush to the Capitol and the fact that we're still in a global pandemic, we're basically, we're, we're it, at times it's felt like we're heading towards an apocalypse. So in that, in that regard, we're, today what we're going to do is draft our Apocalypse 5. So the five characters from movies who we think would help us weather the storm should there be an apocalypse. Yeah, well, of course, these are all fictional, mostly fictional characters, right? Oh, yeah, all fictional characters. So th- these are strictly from fictional movies. Yeah, but we, we definitely, we restricted ourselves. So initially it was going to be called like the Doomsday Draft, um, but then we, we've changed it around and played with it a few times. And what it is, is Phil and I are going to be going back and forth um pick by pick back and forth uh, and we are going to be choosing our characters that we would want along with us with the apocalypse but i we can't share any characters so there's going to be no overlap in our picks right um which may cause one of us to audible or the other one and, and my, my picks are a little well, let's say out of the box uh so i would expect no less dog i would expect nothing different from you so at the end, at the end, we may do like a little bit of comparing and see whose whose uh, team would be best, but uh, yeah. we'll we'll see what happens. It might be clear who's best by the end. A few other rules, yeah. I I think that we're it's going to end up coming up to an audience vote, but we'll see. I mean, if if you're if I'm completely blown away, then I'll I'll give you the I, I won't be afraid to give you the tip the tip of the cap. Another thing that we that went into our the criteria for our picks is that everyone has to be has to be like a normal Joe or a normal Jane. So and what we mean by that is that they can't have superpowers, they can't be immortal, like no superheroes in this. I mean we obviously if you if you wanted to pick like a superman, that would just be it wouldn't be as fun. So there has to be the element of these people can die and you know, though fictional and they do crazy things in these movies, they're living on planet Earth here with us. Right, and they're humans, and although some of their skill sets may be exaggerated or, you know, their stories may be a little absurd in our mindsets, we've learned from these documentaries this year that sometimes the absurd is, is more realistic than, you know, we might think. So if we were, uh, for me, I personally approach this as in, like, like I kept saying to you before the podcast, I'm like, am I allowed, like, can I play defense here? And what I meant by that is, like, if you choose somebody, like, can I find somebody? Like, I might be choosing someone that, that could be their kryptonite okay. or, like, the one thing that, like, would combat them the best. So I personally, that's kind of how I approach this because as your brother, I think I have an idea of what you're going to pick or whom you're going to pick. But uh, All right. I, you can play defense, but just remember, like, this is a team. Like, this is five guys who are working together with you to, you know, 
protect themselves or to survive an apocalypse. Absolutely. Yeah, so I think, well, so it's each of these people has to bring something to the table, right? Right, right. So, so you wouldn't just people. choose like five Superman or five Marvel heroes. Not that we can because those aren't, but you just wouldn't choose the same tool. You need five different tools on your team, I think, all bringing their own strengths to, you know, unify as one and to, and to kick ass, for lack of a better term. Interesting point. Okay. Well, <laughs> so with all that being said, uh, I think the only last parameter that we set on it was we're going to have a minute and a half each, 90 seconds right. for each for each one that we choose. Yep. And there, there can be some discussion within that. But again, 90 seconds per choice. We're going to try to keep this pretty succinct. And at the end, you know, in, in true jerks fashion, we'll probably do some honorable mentions and talk a little bit how we got to some of our choices right. so so we're bringing back the old car horn uh alarm so when you hear that go off then you know we're on to the next pick all right dog so, so let me just pull up my alarm got it going on 90 seconds are you ready for the first pick i'll give it to you you can have the first pick oh no actually you know since you set everything up age before beauty uh and then i i want to actually I want to be actually be able to combat that because you seem very certain of your list. Oh, like when fair. I even talked about when I even talked about comparing lists beforehand, you're like, "Oh, well, I'm." It's like I think mine's the best no matter what. I'm like, well, what if I choose some of your cake? No, 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 mine's best. So we'll see. We'll see. Okay. All right. So fine. I'll I'll take first pick. Age before beauty. Go for it. All right. Fine. The clock is running. First pick in the Apocalypse Five draft. I am taking John Rambo. As I knew it was coming, or it had to, it had to be in there somewhere. All right. Well, I that's I'm taking him first because that's one that I thought that you might take. Obviously, he's gonna be my tactical guy. You're gonna see a common theme with all of my my picks, and it's gonna be called that. That common theme is called calculated risk, dog. I'm I'm very these John Rambo was so tactical. He can handle himself with a gun. He's he took on a whole army himself, so I would think that, or the whole police force at least in the first one. So he's gonna be my guy. He's gonna he's gonna hopefully be one of my quiet leaders on the team to help us formulate a plan the to, for for best survival. Okay, so you think all right, and 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 I totally understand and agree with you. Of course, like Rambo, he's the man. He can he can he's a basically a Swiss Army knife in one person so yeah. you get a lot with that with that pick um and you know i i can't say i had it on my list because i knew you were gonna pick it like you're you're more obvious than than you realize i think <laughs> all right well i think that that was probably one of looking at my list this is probably the most obvious pick but it's also one that i wanted to take away from you um so yeah first pick right out the well, gate we're going John Rambo. No, I think it's a really good one because he also never dies. So, like, that was also something that I, like, kind of played with. Oh, oh yeah. I played with a little bit is if I could, if my person could die in the movie that I'm choosing them from because, like, well, they have to survive in order to be, but. But you agree, John, but, John, John Rambo, he's, he's mortal. He's a mortal man. Yes, 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 yes. I'm just saying. But I, when I was con like, he doesn't die. And that's what I'm saying. That's why it's a strong pick. Like, right. and that that he's part a, of your he's a, he's, a no, he's a proven survivor. All right, I like it. All right, man. So you, we all survivor. heard we all heard the horn. You're up next. Who's your first pick? Clock, clock's ticking. My first pick. To be honest, I thought you were going 
elsewhere first. So I was, I might as well, I was actually going to let you have uh, Rambo. But my first pick um, is actually going to be uh, Hugh Glass from The Revenant. Okay. So Leonardo DiCaprio's char- character from The Revenant. Oh, weird. Oh, weird. you're talking, I'm, you're saying I'm predictable and you take Leo first overall. <laughs> Give me a freaking break. <laughs> Well, let me explain why. The guy is a, a, a Swiss Army belt or a Swiss Army knight. It's like he is, first off, is seemingly indestructible with all the stuff he goes through, but he understands the, the land. He understands the weather patterns. He can communicate, but he can also be stealthy. He can feed you. He can find. He's just an industrious guy. Which, I mean, is he not? Like, he's one of the yeah. most industrious characters in film, I think. And that's, that's why I love parts of the revenant is like the the little uh tactics he used for fishing and for you know just to survive like okay so is he is he like your hunter gatherer or like what what role is he filling in he is the guy that is going to help us survive no matter where we have to run to no matter where we are he's going to find a way to feed us he's going to find a way to keep warm he's going to find a way to he He's got great ears. He can hear. He learns how to like read that stuff. He can be stealthy. Great ears. So, great ears. Oh, there's, so there's a timer. It, long story short, he's like he's like my tracker slash like um, uh, boy scout slash uh, like he's the one who can go up ahead and, and make sure the coast is clear. He knows the way. Okay. And, and what's he, the, what's he the certainly car- doesn't have any family to hold him back anymore. Okay. He also lived in the 18th century. So, you know, I think he's going to be quite surprised when he sees machine guns and he was know, using guns. modern, was where, modern yeah, warfare. Yeah, but okay. Yeah. Okay. No, that's your pick. That, it, it's, it's Leo. I know you can't help yourself. What was his name again? So I can write this down. It was Hugh Glass. Hugh Glass. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, do you want to be he also sna- doesn't die, so that I he could still be living today. That's that's even debatable too. That's even debatable. Yep. Um. Yep. So, do you want to do snake draft? Do you want to go next, or do you want me to? Do you want to just no? Go I want you to next. Okay. Go ahead. All right. My second guy, and again, this will be the another leader on my team. I'm hope hope hopefully he'll be the leader. He's gonna be my gunslinger. He's gonna be my smooth talker. He's gonna be my guy who just knows how to get out of any situation. And that's Django from Django Unchained, Jamie Foxx. Nice, nice. Good choice. So, again, so I just shit on you for picking yeah, Leo because he's an 18th Jamie century. I know, I know, I know. I feel like he's a little bit more modern than Leo. But I feel like you stick you stick Django in any type of era and that man is going to survive no matter what. He's also going to get us out of situations where, say, you know, we have to negotiate with someone or we have to talk to something. He is my, he is my talker. So... That and I think if we if he did lose his gun, he's proven that he he's not just all about the the marksmanship. He could get himself with hand hand combat as well. So that's my second. Pick. So so is this your killer? So um, my my first one. He's uh, uh, is this your like? So what is this in your tool belt? This is my gunslinger. He's my gunslinger. This is your so this is your killer. Yeah. So yeah. that that was that was one that I had to address as well. So he's your killer, but he can also he can talk a little bit. Uh, is there any drawbacks to having him on your no, team? No, I, I mean no. I I think I, no, I don't think so. I I would think the modern thing. So he, I mean, again, his character existed in probably the. Oh, I think he'd be just fine with some automatic weapons. Okay. I mean, yeah. Sure. So that's another thing. He he's only had. 
the the he's never had a semi-automatic weapon, but what he has done with his, you know, just his pistol or his revolver, I think his shooting percentage in Django Unchained was like 98%. He, the guy never missed. So if he's got mm-hmm. a shot and you're in his way, he ain't missing. Uh, so yeah. so that, that no, he's, he's no. kind of like my muscle gunslinger guy. It wasn't on my list, but that's a, I, I definitely considered it. And I'm actually audibling because I can't believe you haven't chosen yet for my number two pick. Okay. Uh, so start. It's starting. Start yep. Clock's, clock's going. Yep. I can't believe you haven't chosen John Wick yet because I'm going to have to. He's my killer. Like John, John Wick. Wick. Wow. Okay. Now that is a great pick. That's a great pick. I, I, I honestly thought you were going John Wick off first thing off the bat, so I didn't even put him on my list. But since you haven't chosen yet, I gotta go John Wick. First off, he always in, he's my killer. He he always makes sure his his targets are are down, but also he seemingly has a way of just talk about surviving. Mm-hmm. Like he's always got a plan and an escape plan. He's got um he knows people all over the place so no matter where you had to go if you had to like fly to he he knows somebody pretty much everywhere and he seemingly has like some some like uh his foot in the underground the underworld yeah every everyone owes john wick a favor too so that that would be pretty good see i would see i aligned i would align your john wick pick with my rambo pick he's kind of like the tactical the the you know, I don't know that that quiet leader, and then I would just because of the time frame, I would put Django and um, which I'm gonna call. I put Django and, and Hugh Hugh Glass on the same. How how I picture is like so Hugh Glass is like my scout. Like he's out in the woods. He's being more stealthy. He's like he's researching our route and our trails, and then he's working with John Wick because John Wick like. Uh, Hugh Glass gonna be up in the trees and and where you can't okay. see him. John Wick is gonna be hand to hand taking on, you know, the fifteen guys that they send. Okay. Instead of you, instead of sending all of my dudes out in to die or yep. to be possibly dead, you can just send John Wick. It's like he's he can take care of himself against dog. It's great pick. It's not overtaking my team yet, but I think it's a great pick. The only my only other argument with John Wick is that he kind of does live in a little bit of a sci-fi fictional world. Now granted there could be that underground somewhere but it is a little bit it is a little bit over the top. It is a little bit of oh, a fantasy I don't think world. That skirt the line. I I think his abilities are exaggerated but I think what what we what was unique about John Wick and the way it was shot is the the uh pace that it is in the, in the, the wide frame continued shots that he actually so this is actually Keanu doing all of these moves in real time. None of it's sped up, no cut frames. I'm just talking about the world he lives in. It, 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 it's unclear if it's Earth or not. It's unclear if it's modern day, but whatever. I, but I will give it to you. I'm, all I'm not... his moves he's actually doing, none of them are enhanced. Maybe the timing of the henchmen. No, but he's, he's known as kind of like immortal by all the, all the henchmen. And he falls off a building in John Wick 3 and doesn't die. So there, there's like... <laughs> There's like a little bit of uh, is it real or is it not? Is he is he kind of like part you know deity or whatever? Anyways, I'm not no, taking away. I'm not, I'm not contesting the pick. It's a great pick. We need to move on to the next one though. Uh, we'll, okay. We'll, we'll we'll pull the, all these guys together going into the next one. All right, my pick, my next one. All right, I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. So I'm gonna go into 
the movie that we've talked about before, Swordfish, Hugh Jackman's character, Stanley Jobson. <laughs> in, I thought about this. Go in, ahead. in 2020, you need a cyber guy. You need a guy who's going to be able to protect your assets. That's going to be able to. It's the apocalypse, though. None of this stuff is going to be up and working. Like, what if it's a cyber apocalypse? Like, what do we remember? The, the latest "Live Free or Die Hard." That's how the apocalypse happened. Someone hacked into the world mainframe, and all hell went loose. I need a coding guy. I need a guy who so can hack into save, the CIA. Save the world. I, what? Are you trying to save the world or are you trying to survive? I'm trying like, to survive. I'm going to try to protect all my assets. I'm going to be trying to like there there's technology that I need to use in a, in an apocalypse that needs to be protected, right? Like so and he's the guy who's going to be my cyber protection guy. So anyways, also not to mention the guy can handle himself in combat if he needs to. He's still Hugh, he's still Hugh Jackman. He's still Someone who can take a punch and give a punch and fire a gun and hack into the CIA in less than 60 seconds. Like, he's got all these things. There's an L, he's not just some lab rat. He's a, he's a badass when it comes to it, too. So, uh, I, listen, I, I just, I, I thought about this, and the reason I skipped right over it is because I don't think that technology, well, once, if, if the apocalypse happens, I never picture people being on computers at that point. Like, if the apocalypse happens, then there'd be no lines to be, you know, to communicate on. Like they're all run by companies. The internet, like the internet wouldn't exist, would it? Like I said it if all the companies. I said it before. Just look at Die Hard Four or Live Free or Die Hard. How did that apocalypse start? How did that apocalypse? <laughs> look at every Terminator. Look at every Terminator. How does the, the apocalypse start? Skynet. Skynet is the a, like a computer generated thing that just creates an apocalypse. It's happened before. You need a computer guy, and I got mine in 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 uh, Stanley Jobson. So that wasn't that absolutely was not a requirement of uh, of mine. But I mean, you need a guy to to sure to to get messages across to get. I mean to. But the, see, I think you're like trying to save the world with that. I'm not trying to save the like, world. I'm trying to protect it. I'm trying to get it back. I'm trying to. I'm trying to, you, you know, protect what's how, like if we're in a bunker and some guy has access to a camera or whatever from across the street. I need a guy that knows I'm safe. All right. The buzzer. You didn't hear the buzzer, but it just went off. Let's talk about this at, at the end. Your third pick right now. Go. OK. My third pick uh, doesn't necessarily combat that, but is I think it is really useful in multiple ways. So from the 1997... <laughs> 1997 movie, uh, Mr. Magoo, who's starring Liam Neeson. Mr. Magoo. What the, what? Mr. Dude, Magoo? Mr. Magoo will get through any situation. So it was between him and, and Forrest Gump. So they're essentially two dudes who are going through anything, no matter what you're going to go through, you hide behind Mr. Magoo and you're going to be safe. Like, his record shows it. Mr. Magoo. I think I just starring Leslie Nielsen. Leslie he's a Nielsen. wild card, but he's so effective. Oh, like, it's Leslie he, Nielsen. Like, okay, for some reason I was thinking Liam Neeson. Never mind, Leslie Nielsen. Oh, Leslie man. Nielsen. So you need—is well, this first, your comedy guy? Like, are you saying like comedy? Like what? I, I don't understand this pick, and I think I just want his draft. Function like he can get anything done. You'd be like, wow, how are we supposed to get into this building? Like this computer guy that you've got set up has got all these things. And, oh, we'll send Magoo. 
And then he he's going to walk through everything uh, unknown, unknowns to him, and somehow just like set off the the main frame that needs to be exploded. But he and then be then walk out fine. This is this guy. You understand? You are putting your hands in guy in a guy that's just his whole life. The fact that he's ever made it alive is because of dumb luck. So you're just you're just hoping his streak of, you know, Listen, sixty years of dumb. Dumb luck, you need dumb luck on your side. <laughs> nope, no, you need calculated risk. That's what I got my guys for. I'll go calculated risk versus dumb luck all day. Mr. Magoo. Look, oh, man. Cal- you can't calculate risk. You can't depend on anything. But luck is something, someone that, you know, maybe he's born with it. But Magoo, did he ever die? Did he got out of every situation he ever got himself into. And, and I'm telling you, I want to be, I'd be, rather be behind him than in front of him. <laughs> I guess that's true. I mean, oh man. You I want, mean, if you're going with it, coming your way. Well, I would go McGruber before I would go Mr. McGru- like McGrew. Or, or, no, McGruber is an idiot. He's going to get you into trouble. You don't think but, Mr. Magoo is an idiot? The guy is. Uh, dog during time during times of war don't you want to laugh a little bit too like all right all right fine that's what i'm saying now you got me saying my group send my in there and just sit back and laugh come on like there's there's room for everything all right you so what is his tool what is he my tool he's my he's my communication man he's my impossible task man you think john (laughs) wick was my impossible task man no magoo Mr. Magoo is my impossible task man. All right, fine. Plus he's got like a little. Plus I'll have like a little his little dog with him too, who always makes it through. So I want a little dog in the mix. Okay, all right. That's the most sense you've you've. That's that's the most reasonable reason I've heard since you said Magoo to have a dog <laughs> along. But I will. All right, fine. That's all right. All right, my fourth, my fourth guy. I think every crew needs a driver. You need someone to get you from point A to point B. Nice. I, I, I thought about, so let me just start the timer here. I thought about Fast and Furious guys. Those guys do not fall under the categorized risk or the calculated risk model that I'm going for. Um, there's a few other guys. Uh, Jason Statham is the transporter. I feel like he's a little risky too, though he can handle a weapon. So, but the guy that I went with was Ryan Gosling from the movie Drive. He's my driver. I don't even think he has a, a name in, in the movie. I couldn't find one online. No, his no, his name just, is just no, Driver. Just the driver. He's not going to ask for much. And again, we saw how in the elevator scene, we saw how he can handle himself when it comes to one-to-one combat too. So if he's driving us from – he's not just an Uber driver. He is a guy who's going to kick ass if he gets backed into a corner. No, I, it's a great – I'm, I'm actually – you're forcing me to audible now because I, I thought I was going to – I, I wanted a driver too. I have a couple of, of, of go men or a couple of escape guys, but I thought that one, I didn't think you were going to consider that. So, but no, that's a great choice that he's brutal. You're right. In his, in the scenes that he's, he's, he can, he's a killer and an escape guy. Yeah. I think you're right. making my case for me. I think, uh, thank you. Doug. Uh, yes. I, I don't have much more much. to say. You're saying it for me. The only thing is, see, with he's not much of a conversationalist. With perfect, Magoo, perfect. I, we don't need Magoo, to talk. You're getting all sorts of like hokey stuff, fun stuff. Like <laughs> my conversationalist is Django. Those guys can those, and, and my quiet leader is is Rambo. Those guys can do the leading. He can do the following. He's my soldier. He's my guy. You tell him 
He's used to taking orders. This is the job. This is what you need to do. And he'll come through in the clutch with no risk. So I I heard the alarm go off there. Yeah. I, it's a great choice. Okay, go for, um, go for your fourth pick. I had, so my driver, my getaway person, I came down to three. Um, and uh, I, it's between, actually it comes down to two essentially. Um, but start the clock. That's I'm going to go with... Vin Diesel in Triple X, Xander Cage. Oh, okay. I thought you were going Dom Toretto there. Okay, Xander Cage. No, I'm going Xander Cage solely for the fact that he can fly, he can he, he can drive everything. So I was trying to think beforehand, I'm like, who is the person, who's the guy who can drive everything? So like, it was between him and Baby Driver, Okay, actually. Yeah, no, I like that one so, too. So Baby Driver is a great one. If I had to choose just a car guy, it, 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 you know, maybe Baby Driver was going to be it. But the thing with with Xander Cage, he can literally do it all. So he can fly helicopters. And he brings more to the table. And... No, I like the pick. I like the pick. Um, he'll also give you the the snappy one liner too. If in case you need to blow something up, he's he's your man to. Welcome to the Xander Zone. <laughs> So, I, I mean, I, I definitely thought about Dom Toretto as, as my driver. He just was too much of a, of a wild man. But I think you're right. I think Vin Diesel's role in Triple X is a little bit safer, and he brings a little bit more to the table. Though I think by the time Fast and Furious 8 comes out, Dom Toretto is driving, like, tanks and all this stuff, too. He just knows how to do But, again, I would totally go with, with the Triple X guy over Dom Toretto. So, great pick. I like it. <laughs> That's the buzzer sounds about right. I mean, he again, he in my tool belt is my getaway guy who can drive anything, not just a car. Okay. All right. So my my final pick, it's a great pick. My final pick, I mean, I think was inspired by the pandemic here. I think you need a you need a medical guy, you need a doctor on your team. You need someone who, if there is, you know, chemical warfare or whatever you want whatever you want to call it, a guy that can that can find a vaccine that can heal you up and also can handle himself. I'm going to take doc, Dr. Robert Neville from I Am Legend, Will Smith's, Will Smith's character. The guy ah. has already lived in an apocalypse. In case this apocalypse includes zombies or mutated people or any type of virus, he's a proven commodity. The one downfall, like you said at the beginning, is that he does die at the end. But he also shows that he's willing to risk his own life for the greater good. He's a, he's an unselfish, knowledgeable guy that I that I want on my team. Mm, no, that that's a really good choice. I I actually thought about that him as well, but I think he's only so effective because he's the only one around in I Am Legend. Like I bet you there'd be if there were other people around. Like this isn't a zombie apocalypse. We're talking about like nuclear apocalypse more realistically, and like. Okay, but there could be some sort of, you know, ailment that comes from a nuclear fallout or whatever. I mean, we didn't define what the apocalypse was, so I just want to be saying, versatile. I'm just arguing against your pick because it's he didn't really fight against many men or like other other like as a team member, he worked by himself. Like I mean, th those and then those two people do show up and he has to work with them to to get it out. The the woman and the child so he has proven that he can work with at least the woman who shows up. I think that they have a scene where they have to get the zombies out of their house and work together. But 
You're right. That's that's not proven that he can work as a team. But he was. I think he was military before everything went down. Right. He was part of some sort of mil- militarization outfit or military militarized yeah, yeah, outfit. Was like a, yeah, he was a high-ranking military officer. Okay, so there's your he team. Have, there's your team aspect right there. He was like, yeah, like way high up there. The I see colonel. your head. I, I see he your was, head start to starting to explode right now. I think you know it's so good of a pick that you that you almost have nothing against him. What are you talking, dude? I think Hugh Glass <laughs> from the Revenant. He's got some like healing skill. We give him, a, but no, no. Yeah, I he's gonna pat, he's gonna put some. If a zombie bites you, he's gonna put some mud on it and just be like, oh yeah, you're fine. Like zombies, I, that's bullshit. I didn't take into account zombies. I thought this was gonna be real. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Good so, point. This uh, is anyways, real. Anyways, but right. I did take into account the medic aspect. Okay, so, medic, so who's your final thing. pick? So, it was very close with Patch Adams, uh, but I actually, uh, I actually went with Desmond T. Dawes uh, from Hackstar Ridge. So it's a, it's a, it's a uh, played by Andrew Garfield. It's this medic um, who, in Hackstar Ridge, it's it's World War uh, One, and is it World War One or World War? Yeah, I'm not, I can't I can't remember. I know the character that you're talking about. Maybe the most. Decorated medic of all time. Got you. Yep. And uh, not maybe it was World War Two. Anyways, uh, but he essentially, although he didn't carry a gun, he was like sacrificing himself for for others and was you know uh, extremely good medic. So you just need a guy who's used to being out in the chaos. Um, and, and and again, I actually did consider Patch Adams for that comedic aspects and this guy's not going to be very funny but <laughs> but he'll be able to sew up a, a bullet wound sure yep so and he's loyal you know he's not going to panic in in a in a tough situation he's been through basic training so i guess he knows how to fire a rifle but you know probably not if there's some sort of bar fight or whatever if there's some sort of hand-to-hand combat if he's going up against Will Smith, my I'm going to take Will Smith all day. Will Smith was jacked. He was ready to to throw down. Oh, Will Smith brings the I forgot to bring that too. Will Smith brings a dog as well, though that dog dies. Anyways, this uh, is your pick. Yeah. We're talking we're talking about Desmond T. Dawes. Um, yeah, the guy the guy is he's got. There's, st- there's not much to like dissect about it besides that he's just an awesome medic, and you need somebody who's used to chaos. So like. Like that's essentially why you want him because that in that movie, first off, it's it's a Mel Gibson movie, so it's of course it's extremely graphic, and uh, Vince Vaughn is randomly thrown in. But anyways, uh, it's it's extremely graphic, but um, is uh, um, is pretty inspiring. Also, the, the, what the what the guy does is, is super selfless. But yeah. But I think again, just for, in, in in lieu of the apocalypse, you you gotta have a guy who knows how to patch up. Sure. Is okay. outside of neosporin and band aids, I'm I'm pretty much like, you know, <laughs> yeah, just hack it off. That's <laughs> neosporin and band aids is about the level of uh, about the level of patching up that Leo would give you. So all right, there's there's our buzzer. So let's quickly before we get into the recap or the recap or before our analysis, let's get into the recap. Um, Tim, your team was your apocalyptic, apocalyptic team was Leo as Hugh Glass, John Wick, obviously Keanu Reeves, Mister Magoo, Leslie Leslie Nielsen, mm-hmm. 
Xander Cage, Triple X, Vin Diesel, and then Des, Desmond T. Dawes, uh, what was his name? Andrew Garfield in, from Hacksaw Ridge. So those are your five. Right. My, mine is John Rambo, Django, Stanley Jobson from Swordfish, Hugh, Hugh Jackman's character. Ryan Gosling is the driver. And then Dr. Robert Neville, Will Smith's character. That's five on five. I feel like if we line them head to head, I feel like I got you on this one, homie. I'm sorry. I, I, this Listen, my crew is more... Your crew is definitely more badass. Okay. But, I, but mine, I think, is more versatile. And I think everybody in my crew has their role. So, like, it's... John Wick can do so much by himself that you can be using and achieving so much more with the other guys. Like you got to have, and like the, I think the most boring pick is like the final, the medic pick. And I, and I kind of was actually, I, I wish I audible in hindsight, cause I didn't, I thought I was bringing that and I thought I was going to be like, Oh, I, I wouldn't have thought you, you Dog, being an idiot. I've been up er- way early this morning. You got to get up even earlier. To, to pull one past me, of course, especially since we're in a pandemic right now. The thing that's saving the pandemic is modern science, is medic, medics. Like, yeah, I need, I need saying, that guy. And I think, pick and I, and I wish. So, so what do you have over me? You just don't like my Magoo. My Magoo. Yeah, I think your Magoo just brings it way down. I think. No, you, you, you don't understand. So Magoo can literally get anything done. So he can make. But his he doesn't way realize he's doing it. it. He doesn't take commands. He just dumbs None into these your, things. But it doesn't matter. You just like strap something to his back, or like you have a basic task for him to complete, and I'll, he's your task guy. I'll, but I'll, like, all right, impossible I'll, odds guy. Who, so, so who could you put up against Magoo? All right, so he has to go through a sea of people. Who who do you put up to that? Who do you do from I mean, your team? I mean, John Rambo. John Rambo had to had to fight in a, like three towns worth of cops in the woods, and yeah, he took a couple yeah, bullets in his own turf. I mean, like not his home turf, but he's comfortable in the woods. Okay, so I feel like Magoo might not take that bullet, but I feel like John Rambo is going to get a lot more done on purpose than Magoo. All right, so how about this? Uh, would you feel differently if I've chosen Forrest Gump instead of Magoo? Because he's another one that just like always just makes it through. He'll he'll just always make it through, and like something amazing will always be happening and historic around you. So yeah, like, so I mean, yeah, I think Forrest has the military training, and but you already have he has a, that same Magoo sensibility about him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. I mean, there's a scene in Vietnam where he's pulling you know five, six, seven guys out of the jungle, and meanwhile he doesn't know that there's an airstrike. He just it barely misses him out of again dumb luck. But I think you already have a guy. I would say that would be the better pick. But you already have a guy who's bringing guys off of the battlefield. That's that's your hacksaw ridge guy. So there'd be a little bit too much overlap if you went with Forrest there. But man, I, yeah, I don't I don't know, Magoo, dude. I just can't get past like if you tell Magoo to do something. First of all, Magoo's not even gonna realize that apocalypse has ever even happened. And if you tell him to do something, he's gonna go the wayward way of doing it. He'll get it done, but. I can't even believe we're arguing about Magoo because it's just why I'm telling you, th- dude. This guy would be useful. <laughs> this guy would be useful in the apocalypse. I'm telling you, you'd find things like Magoo the, versus Rambo. And, uh, yeah, okay. He, he's the impossible situations guy, and again, dumb luck. Like if you need again, 
something that no one else in the world can complete. Just send Magoo in there. Like, and if he dies, then you're, it's not like you're losing one of your killers or like your big guys. Okay. So that was all right. So that pushes me on to my who I I almost 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 chose uh, Robin or John Robin Blake from uh, who's Joseph Gordon Levitt's character from Batman: The Dark Knight Rises. Uh. Just in case I needed some bait. Just in, in case I needed some bait. So or he, some... he was your fall guy. He's your guy who's... He's my fall guy. So if, that's someone... I, I thought you would have come with a fall guy at least. If someone... Well, yeah. I guess... No, I don't really have a fall guy. I guess the one who I know will sacrifice himself. He's not. You have to remember, this is your team. So that makes you the fall guy. Sure, fine. I'll be the fall guy. If it's for the best of the... <laughs> for the better of the team, I can be that guy. Uh, diving on a grenade. Um... Though Neville did, Neville kind of is, Dr. Will Smith's character is kind of someone who I know will sacrifice himself. Ryan Gosling more or less sacrificed himself for, you know, uh, you know, his girlfriend there and the kid. Anyways, the honorable mention, I think you started to get into someone that you almost took in, in replace for well, another I, one of your I picks. said Joseph Gordon-Levitt, so that he was going to be the bait. Um, and I actually... My first couple ones I wrote down here. So Katniss Everdeen uh, from uh, okay. um, The Hunger Games. She was going to be one of my survivors because she can do a lot too much like Glass. I chose Glass instead of her uh, just because. Yeah. And uh, let's see. So that, that's a point. Uh, before, say- before you go to your next one, that's a point I wanted to bring up. That, now, no, neither one of us chose women on any of our teams. And I have, mm-hmm. I have a reason for that. Do you have a reason why you didn't go with any women on your team? I have one. Well, actually, the reason, and I I was also going to choose Beatrix Kiddo. Yeah, from, no, that was that was the one who, who could have been my gunslinger, my badass. From, from Kill Bill. The only reason I didn't, actually, is because it, it was totally Maddie's idea. And so before, the, in preparation, and some of my research is talking it through with either Maddie or Jake or her dad and this one it's just so clearly it was maddie's so i just didn't feel like in good conscience i couldn't take it but katniss <clears throat> excuse me katniss was gonna be so my survivor but again i leo is in, in the hugh glass in that movie is like he, he's a survivor who knows the land he knows the trails, he can be stealthy, so I, I just went with him. Gotcha. That. So two reasons why I didn't take any women. Beatrix Kiddo was the closest one from Kill Bill, obviously, was the closest one. The reason I didn't is for one reason, everything that I was researching, she was number one. I feel like it was like the out of the, the obvious right. out of the box pick that everyone chose. She was like the number one badass in some Rolling Stone movie or Rolling Stone article I read. Same thing with you know, a bunch of these like movie op-ed, whatever you want to call them. So it was just too obvious of a pick. I thought actually you would take them. The other thing is too, all of the guys on my team, with the exception of maybe Rambo, are very distracted by women. Uh, I think. <laughs> yeah, there would definitely be some, well, in, in repopulating the world too, that could cause. Some... Yeah, that's going to cause someone. These guys are all alphas and they're all being all alphas. They all need the girl. So, especially if someone as pretty as Uma Thurman, like these guys are, is de- having a woman on the team would be more of a d- distraction and again more risk. I think not because she because of her skills, but because of the effect that she's going to have on the other guys on the team. 
I think, yeah, no, I totally agree. Uh, it, but Katniss, I don't know. She's She is like a leader. Uh, Katniss Everdeen's from uh, Hunger Games, who's Jennifer Lawrence. She's a leader, but she's also, like, obviously really hot, too. So that would, you know... She would be okay with. I, you think I, you I think Vin, you think Vin Diesel's hurt. you think Vin Diesel's. We need a girl to repopulate the world too. It's just a bunch of dudes. It's it's probably maybe a couple of girls. Yeah, but we're not the them. we're not the five people left on Earth. That's just our te- that's just our our ghost squad. Like very true. But anyways, moving on. Uh, <laughs> where I really think I'm I messed. I should have taken Jason Bourne, and I can't believe neither of us took Jason Bourne. Yeah, like he he he. I don't know who I would take him instead of because uh, I'm I'm my Magoo. I'm I'm going to support my choice for Magoo. If for you a while. swap out but, Jason, uh, if you swap out Jason Bourne for Mister Magoo, I think we actually have a conversation here. But I I don't think that there's really much debate. Um, who? All right, I did have a question for you, and I thought about Bourne too. I thought it was just a little bit too obvious. Um, though modern day, he'd be he'd be good. He he, I mean, he's kind of like your John Wick pick, you know? Like that mm-hmm. that would be right. that would be the right. guy who's fill out. And that's where so that's why I audible and chose John Wick. Yeah, because it was either going to be uh, for that choice for like my gunslinger or my killer. Mm-hmm. It was either going to be Jake Bourne. Bob Lee Swagger from Shooter, Mark Mark Wahlberg, uh, or um, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess those probably would have were the three choices. All but right. So I, so looking at your squad, who is the leader of your squad? The leader of my squad, I think. Well, that's the thing. They all work together. That's the everybody. Everybody works together and has their own roles. The true leader is probably is probably a combination of John Wick and Hugh Glass. Mm-hmm. Like they're the most, most knowledgeable and in tune guys, but like, they're also not like some like boisterous, like demanding leader. It's, they're just like a part of the team. I feel like, I mean, I think, I think Leo would, would stand out. I think Hugh Glass would John stand Wick's out. Got, John, John, John Wick's going to be like that. Too. Yeah. He's going to be that <laughs> quiet leader. He's going to be that quiet lead by example guy kind of doing his own thing. And I think Leo, you know, in that, in that, when he was with the Pelters or whatever, he, you know, was the alpha in that and very vocal and, you know. Oh, what I, I might've wanted, if I guess if I could do it in hindsight, uh, well, actually in my, a, a third choice for a killer slash, like not, not quite gunslinger, but a killer slash like motorman was Mad Max, Max, uh, Rockatasky from from Mad Max, uh, either Mel Gibson or Tom Hardy, um, but they both kind of have both of those characters if, through all the Mad Max movies. Kind of end up getting caught and, and never quite getting away. I mean, sometimes I mean they get away, but and they end up living, so they're survivors. Yeah. But they don't quite bring a hundred percent. Like Xander Cage again can just do everything. So he's my my characters are as close to. To fictional as possible. Yeah, much. I, I would have pushed back on the the Mad Max too because that's not real life either. That's kind of like a fantasy world, but it's apocalypse, post apocalypse. Oh, life. good point. Yeah, no, good point. All right, um, all right, man. So I think we have our list here. I, I, this was fun. I think I kicked your ass, but you know that's okay. You've, you've beat me in in a bunch of drafts before. I think you might I, you might look back and say, all right, so who can stop Magoo from your from your team? <laughs> John Django with one bullet. Django, 
You think Jenko's not going to stop Magoo, some like old guy, what, you know, just old guy who has no idea what he's doing, he like did, just he, walking through? Sam, Samuel Jackson, he dropped him. He do Magoo's going to make it through, bro. All right. Okay. So was there, any, was there any other honorable mentions that you didn't want to, that you, yeah, so like, you just, I, just yeah. knew your picks like right off the bat pretty much? Yes. I, I pretty much had my guys right off the bat. I did have my drivers being Jason Statham. And uh, Vin Diesel in, in Fast and Furious. Um, my replacement, if you had taken John Rambo, was Bruce Willis from Die Hard. Uh, just a guy who, just tough, can get out of anything. Again, I thought he was a little bit risky, but definitely someone I could, you know, live with if I had to, if you took Rambo. Um, my computer backup for, for uh, Stanley Jobson, Hugh Jackman. My computer backup was Natalia from Goldeneye. <laughs> She was the like the world's best coder back in the day. Again, for obvious reasons, way too sexy for the rest of my team to she'd be she'd be distracting them. Uh, but she was my backup there. Um, and then Bruce Wayne from Batman. He doesn't have he's a superhero, but he doesn't have any superpowers. So he's the but. So I, that, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have allowed that. I wouldn't have allowed it. He's a superhero. So he would have been my so, medicine guy. He would have been my inventor type of guy to back up. So yeah, so I thought that he was too borderline superhero to to do that, even though he really, as Batman, does not have any superpowers. So all right, so the only borderline one that I considered was your your girl uh, Hannah. Mm -hmm. So uh, Saoirse Ronan or what's her name? Yeah, Sir. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Saoirse, Saoirse, something or other. My favorite actor, who I still don't know her freaking name. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I considered Hannah, but she's like genetically modified human or something. So I thought that was that was the line that I didn't cross. She's also a little uh, girl as well. So you would have Mr. Magoo, this 140 pound medic, a little girl, and the some, most unsuspecting group, dude. Why would you mess with those guys? And, and someone, when you did, you get John Wick, like. John Wick is I. There's no counter for John Wick. That's an awesome pick. It's a great pick. The rest of them I can poke holes in, literally. Xander Cage poke holes in Triple X. He's 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 a wild card. He's a wild card. Wild card, baby. <laughs> lot yeah. of lot of risk there. He would blow something up just to fucking blow it up. Okay, so how about the the last one that I wanted to mention that uh, we. I didn't, I considered just, again, for the same reason as like having an old person or uh, a, uh, a, a little girl, but who can kick ass. Like El Mariachi um, from the Robert Rodriguez trilogy with Antonio, Antonio Banderas um, was, uh, he's like unsuspecting. Like you just see a guitar player on the side of the road and then all of a sudden he's lighting up an entire crowd okay. of people. So. All right, that that's a good reason. I like I like that as a backup. That's good. So, so there, again, some deception is needed. Like you need I something that you didn't quite address was like bait or deception or like or like sacrificing somebody. Like who's you're gonna be the bait? In the, sure, the guy. Sure, yeah, I I am very comfortable saying that I'm the least badass on this entire squad. I I fully understand that. I'm the sixth man. I got a squad. I got a squad that's going to protect me, you know, and we're going to be a little less conspicuous. All right. Well, I think this is a good place to end it. Hopefully, the craziness of the world is over, and we're not going to be falling into a, an apocalypse. It's only up from here. But if there is, we're ready. 
So, Doug, right. uh, one last one last question: What is your best apocalypse skill? No, what's your apocalypse skill? Are you the you got a car? <laughs> no, that's that's or, uh, that's Ryan Kozak. My apocalypse skill: I bet you I can yell like a girl louder than anyone on this on this. So, if anyone to alert, I'll be the alert guy. I can stay up. I can stay awake longer than anyone on the on the team. So, I'll be the lookout. That's my skill. My skill, I guess, would be uh just your musical musical accompaniment you're the drummer boy going into battle no my i'm the drummer boy yeah sure <laughs> you are Actually, you are compared to all these bad the deception there's the, there's the deception i'm the drummer boy so nobody would touch me there you go <laughs> just let john wick actually just like oh yeah, I'm just like scoring John Wick, like going through everybody and just like you you've got guitar solos that'll melt faces off of the zombies that will come. So I'm just I'm just scoring this. All right, that's fine. That's fine. All right. Very interested in seeing what our listen listening audience thinks about our final selections. Um, and also if there's any obvious misses that we'll, we'll we'll put a poll out there so that you can tell us who your who would be on your squad. Alright, talk to you soon. Alright, dog, stay safe. Peace.